2014 is here, and we've got some New Year's resolutions. You're in the right place, folks, because this is where the money is. Welcome to the show. It is January 2. Hope you all had a great New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. I'm still hung open heifer. Yeah, I bet you are. This here is David Hansen. Uh, David, it's 2014. We've got New Year's resolutions. We're going to share them with the people. What's your first resolution for 2014? To work out. No, I'm just kidding. Um, financial resolutions, right? We're doing investing resolutions here. We're not going to bore them yeah. with our personal problems. Workout is on your personal list, isn't it? It's always got to be, at least until January 14th. You get a full two weeks in there. Yeah, exactly. The gym will be crowded. Uh, but my first investing New Year's resolution is don't settle on mediocre management. I think we find companies all the time that the valuation looks good. We're saying, ah, they're growing revenue a little bit. Book value looks pretty attractive. I think they can grow that over time. Not crazy about the management. Uh, I'll brush that aside. I'll, it looks good. It'll be fine. It'll work out. I don't think that's the right move long term. When we look at the banks that have been very successful over time, they've had good management. Have they looked expensive at times? Yeah, they have. But have they produced good returns? Yes. You look at U.S. Bancorp, great management. Wells Fargo, great management. New York Community Bancorp, great management. All very disciplined. And they may not have gotten on people's radar because they didn't look cheap enough for you. They didn't look like they were growing high enough for you. Do you own any of those three? I don't. So I'm bitter. Um, (laughs) Is that a resolution to buy one of those? Exactly. So don't settle on mediocre management with attractive valuations. I think if you find a bank that maybe doesn't hit the cover off the ball and everything in terms of traditional valuation and cheapness, but they have outstanding management that are committed to shareholders, I think you can do very well over time. If you look at your own portfolio, is there any management team there that you think is at risk of being mediocre? <sighs> Maybe. Um, You're not going to call them out. I'm not going to call them out. I'll, it'll, it'll be a personal reflection. How about your favorite management team among the companies you own? I think it might be PNC. And we've talked about them on previous Billy, shows. Billy Demchek. Billy Demchek uh, has been CEO just early 2013. He came into the role, but the guy has been at PNC for years, running their corporate business. He was CFO for a while. I think he really understands where the banking business is heading. So I feel very good with him kind of steering the ship. Okay, my first my first resolution is to keep better track of my research. I am, you may not know this about me, David, but I am not the most organized person in the world. Uh, I, I am constantly, basically my entire day, uh, and my weekends too, for, for to some extent, is reading about stocks, researching stocks, uh, just filling my brain chock full of wonderful stock market, banks, financial research, but I don't do a great job of keeping that organized and categorized and to be able to refer back to to what I've done, what I've found, the great little tidbits, uh, the research about management, mm-hmm. my thoughts about different management teams, that would be very helpful in my investing process. So one of my resolutions is to keep to, to get a system in place for keeping track of my research. Very exciting. It is exciting. That's almost like asking for socks or a toaster. <laughs> Which you got me. Christmas. Still using that toaster. Very good. What, <laughs> what is your second resolution? Second resolution is not to focus too much on kind of arbitrary return periods. So we always look about what's it done year to date? What's it done over the past year? I think that's a waste of time because it's pretty arbitrary in the lifetime of a business. And say you're buying a bank today and you think 10 years out, 
and the year-to-date returns aren't great. That might bother you, but it doesn't matter as long as you're getting your expected returns over time. The compounded return over time is much more important than these arbitrary, oh, it's up this month 2%. It doesn't matter. So I want to focus less. It's the biggest drop in the last 27 hours. 27-hour drop. So I want to focus less on those fixated time periods and more kind of what's the strategy of the bank? How is it growing? How do you feel about the idea of looking at year-to-date returns in terms of looking for companies uh, whose stocks have dropped a lot in, in, a cert- in, in a year period? It doesn't sound like a great idea to me because it's kind of just why does it matter if it fell from January 1st as opposed to November 1st? You know, I, I don't, It doesn't make much sense. It's really just arbitrary months that... I don't know who created the calendar. The Greek gods. <laughs> the Greek uh, gods, yeah. Somebody. That's exactly who created the calendar. Michael Calendar, whoever <laughs> invented the calendar back in the day. I think um, it was actually Marie Calendar. It was Marie Calendar, It was of course. Marie. Uh, <laughs> Marie Calendar. Doesn't she make pot pies? Pot pies and calendar. She invented the pot pie, invented the calendar. I think Berkshire owns that. Really? I'm not sure. Um, so, so, no, I'm saying they, never mind. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, so yeah. Focusing less on, on these arbitrary dates, I think that will serve me well. Okay, my second, my second resolution is to add a credit card company to my portfolio. Last year, in 2013, time and time again, I found myself saying on this show, we'd, we'd talk about MasterCard, we'd talk about Visa, we'd talk about Discover, and I'd say, this is a business, this is an industry that, that I like, um, I think th- these are companies that I like. These are well-run companies. And there is a bright future ahead for these companies as the U.S. has moved largely to a non-cash, uh, so mm-hmm. to become a lar- non-cash uh, society. Now the rest of the world is moving in the same direction. And I think it's, it's high time that I decided on at least one of these to add to my portfolio. So you mentioned the big guys, Visa and MasterCard. Are you classifying eBay's PayPal as a credit card company. If you go out and buy eBay, potentially, is that a credit card company? No. Okay. Fair enough. Third resolution? It's a a payment company, um, which I could potentially have on my radar, but but not a credit card company. Okay. Just curious. All right. My third and final. uh, Yeah, maybe I'll do two more. Uh, I thought (laughs) of a new one while we were talking. Uh, Be more critical of share buybacks and... It's a good one. We go through these cycles of looking at share buybacks, and sometimes we think, oh, they're so bad, they waste all this value. And then other times, when a company just announces a share buyback, we act like it's the greatest thing in the world and they can do no wrong. If valuations keep going up in companies like MasterCard and Visa, that it might be a good move, a good capital move, but it, the hurdle that they have to clear gets higher as the valuation creeps up. So I don't think we should look at buybacks and say, these are great, they automatically add value. You have to look at it at a long time frame here. It's not just a, they bought, they bought shares back in April. It's a good thing in May. Um, so I'm going to be more critical of that. Some of the, most of the time, unless it's, I'm really comfortable with the management, like a Berkshire Hathaway, I'd rather get the dividend. I'd rather them just give me the cash rather than trust them buying high, selling low, all that stuff. So more critical. Most of the time they do poorly at it. Yes. My third resolution is not a it's more i guess you could call it more of a goal but it's it's also a resolution it's not necessarily investing related but it's to double the where the money is audience oh 2014 double the audience and one of the prime ways to do that is to make sure that we are serving our listeners uh the way that we should so that they tell their friends about the show 
and we get more listeners by, by referrals, which, mm-hmm. which we would love. And there are many ways for our listeners to interact with us. We've got an email address, WTMI at fool.com. We've got a Twitter account, at TMF Financials. And we've even got a, web, uh, a Facebook page uh, that can be found, Motley Fool Financial Services, right? That's financial sector coverage. Financial sector coverage. Motley Fool Financial Sector Coverage, that's on Facebook. So there are lots of different ways for listeners to reach us. Uh, there are also a lot of ways for listeners to listen to us. There is, of course, um, the, the video. This video goes up on our website. We're on iTunes. We're on Stitcher. And we're on Swell, among other places, I imagine, as well. So there are many ways to interact with us, many ways to listen to us. We love hearing from our listeners, hearing what they want to hear, because that's what we're doing here. And the YouTube channel, the Motley Fool YouTube channel. The YouTube channel channel as well. We had one, I think it was a a college student, that says, that's the way I like to consume my content. You guys have a nice channel there. And at the bottom of the page, if you scroll down, all of our videos are aggregated right there, so you could watch 10 in a row if you want to. That's a great way to spend, uh, well, I guess it's New Year's was yesterday, yes. so that would have been a great way to spend yesterday. But, I mean, come on, any day is a good way. To spend. But anyway, there are, there are a lot of ways to, to access uh, our show. There are a lot of ways to interact with us, and we want to find out the ways that, that our listeners want to, our listeners and viewers want to interact with us and want to hear on this show. And I think that's how we're going to get double the audience or more in 2014. High goal. I it like is. it. It is. Did you say you had another one? Uh, that's a good way to end. I, don't, I think that's a, a good stopping place. Well, I've got one more. Okay, go ahead and keep going. This one, on this, th- I am on a roll. This one's for my wife. This is a quick one. This one is for my wife. Spend less time on my cell phone. Ooh. I could... because, because I'm pretty sure in 2014 I'm going to end up with a smashed cell phone if I do not have that resolution and stick to it. I may be guilty of that as well. So you, all right, maybe. Um, cell phone. <laughs> smashing my face. Okay. <laughs> We're good now. All right. Well, I guess that's all we have for the show. Uh, as I said, many ways to interact with us. Uh, find us on Facebook, Motley Full Financial Sector. Email us, WTMIFool.com. I'm Matt Copenheffer. This is David Hansen. Have a fantastic 2014. People on the show may have interest in the stocks they talk about, and The Motley Fool may have formal recommendations for or against. Don't buy or sell stocks based solely on what you hear.